0: The Pitchside Podcast, your home of all things football across all leagues. And your host, Joshua Harper. Welcome to the Pitchside Podcast. I am your host, Josh. Welcome back. From a long hiatus of this podcast, I haven't really had a lot of time to um, actually do the podcast. So it really, it's really been my fault. But I want to get back into it for this season because... I've got more time, more, more free time, as well as I love talking about football. And it's been, and I haven't really talked like on, on my YouTube channel as well as on the podcast. I haven't really talked about it that much. Um, obviously, I do a UFC um, channel where I talk about UFC. But that's that's only one passion. Football never leaves you. So I still need to talk about football. And that's why I'm bringing back the podcast. Um, so, yeah, we, we're going to start on the opening weekend of the Premier League. Um, but first, we're going to get into uh, some of the transfer headlines because it is still open in other regions in Europe. Um, and there's been quite a lot that's, ha- that's come out over the past couple of days. The um, first thing we know is um, Barca are going to hold Neymar talks. Now, um, I heard this rumour, I think, about three days ago, Um and it was to do with Messi, basically ordering uh, a meeting with obviously the higher ups at Barcelona, and I believe they, they I think he ordered them basically to to at least have talks with PSG over over Neymar and bringing it and bringing him back. Uh, the fees they they have a lot of competition now, and obviously when when they sold him that was a that was probably the mistake. They probably saw the money and think. Well oh, we we with Barcelona we're bigger than one player, but I feel like that's they're not. And this is clearly show because if they're going to go back and buy the guy, uh, they sold literally what was it, twenty seventeen? So two years ago. That's that's not not great. He's obviously only twenty seven, so he's still reaching his pinnacle, his his peak, uh, prime career. Um, the thing is. I can't see them going low on this. I feel like if if, if PSG are going to sell him, it's going to be at least two hundred million. Was it two hundred and seven, seventeen euros, something like that? It's, it's about one hundred ninety-six million pounds. So unless they get that money back, they won't sell him because they're, they're going to lose out. And the way Neymar's been, he's been okay. He's been he's been Neymar. He's been what he is. He's a excellent footballer but he hasn't really done any better since leaving if anything he 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 hasn't lived up to the to the 200 million pound price tag which I don't think anyone would I don't even think Messi could well probably in his Messi in his prime but it's very hard to is my point um but I just do not believe that they're going to take any less than what they got um I I mean the thing is, they they bought Coutinho for one hundred and thirty six million pounds. Now, the thing is, he he obviously hasn't lived up to 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 what he was meant to be. But you've got to understand that he, I feel like they they've he signed them what a year and a half ago. They signed Coutinho a year and a half ago. If they were to sell him now. How much would they get? I reckon they could probably get around about 70 million just because he's Coutinho. I reckon they could probably get 70 million. So, and we know PSG are interested in him. So, if they added that to the Neymar deal, let's say they added, uh, because there's also been other names like Arthur, which I think is a ludicrous maneuver by Barcelona because they should want to keep Arthur. He's only 22, he's going to be an absolute stud for them. And getting rid of him sort of, sort of would would really as bar, as, as as if I was a Barcelona fan i would be i be furious of that because we, I, I'd want to see like a he's meant to be classified as like the new Xavi. I want to see that. I want because he's also a great defensive player as 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 attacking. So it's like he's that sort of player where he's an all rounder, which I don't think Barcelona have had in a while obviously Busquets doesn't really show much uh, attacking threat and Rakitic is just really a playmaker um so if they are to sell Coutinho they'll probably get 70 million right let's just say they sell him for about 70 million and they also sell Suarez well wow, they could sell Suarez because he's obviously he's aging Next year, if they want to sell Suarez, they could probably get around about fifty million just because of the name alone. It's a bit like that, uh, Ibrahimovic. Um, I I I I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna get away with it because PSG were lucky to get away with it that 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 amount of money. They were lucky. The only reason they they got that was through. Basically sneaking past the financial fair play laws by signing players, like uh, signing players on an on an obligation to buy next year, like Mbappe. Uh, so literally, the only player they signed for that amount of money, they obviously had to sort out the wages, give him backhanded money. There's a lot of rumours that I don't want to get sued, but there's a lot of rumours coming out about that summer, and obviously they haven't been caught and I still think there's an ongoing investigation on it which is kind of insane it's been two years Um, but that's interesting to me how they're going to try and travel to France to see if they can work something out interesting I I don't know how that's going to go but we'll see Uh, next is another big one is Ivan Perisic going to Bayern Munich on a season long loan And I don't believe there's any obligation or um, or optional fee to buy him permanently next year. Obviously, the reason why they've obviously signed him is because Sane hasn't joined, and obviously Robin and Ribery, with um, them leaving, I feel like they need they're lacking wingers. Obviously, they have people like Serge Gnabry and Coman, but they, they, they still need that depth if they're gonna try because trust me, they were lucky to win that Bundesliga that year last year, and that was with an aging squad. Now that the the aging squad, a lot of them have left, and they're very shallow. They're gonna need a lot of players to come in and at least show some threat towards the first team players, and also give an option um, for the starting eleven. Um, what I don't understand about this move of all of them is why someone who's 30 now obviously I know he's a great player but why someone who's 30 it just doesn't make sense the only thing I can make sense of is that he's on a season-long line so he's gonna be going back next year and they're gonna sign Sane either in January or next summer that's the only way I see it because of the injury the obviously the injury is just screwed up that whole move that's gone for this summer anyway So, it's either January or the summer. So, that's how I see it. So, maybe that makes sense, obviously, to have an experience, not too old, not too young, but on a a loan. And I don't believe there is an obligation to buy. There's nothing here. Oh, with an option to buy. No, there is an option. That's obviously if they can't work out a deal with Sane. But even if they don't sort out a deal with Sane, I could name you two wingers right now who I'd go for. Leon Bailey, Federico Chiesa two wingers i'd go for if i was by, if i was buying munich i mean they're the two wingers that i'd think young a lot of potential and also could challenge people like gnabry and komen uh, t- to the to try and get to that top level um so yeah i i, I like the move if they if they if they're going to try and do uh just this year and try and sell, uh, try and sign Sané next year but I don't know. Um, I, re- I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I, I don't know how to make it. out. I-, I think it's all going to come out next summer to see if Sane joins. Uh, that's really it. Mangala's um, leaving um, Valencia uh, on a fr- uh, leave. Not sorry, leaving Man City to go to Valencia on a free transfer, which is kind of mental because they signed him for about thirty. Was it forty million? I think it might have been forty million. I was going to say fair, but I think it might be high end thirty forty. So that's insane um, already um, on a free. So that's just Peter, uh, Man City just saying, ah, oh, we don't really give a crap. We we're, we're minted. Um, Donnarumma's obviously still got interest from. Well, we've heard through the summer that um, uh, AC Milan were going to sell him. Obviously, that didn't come through with any Premier League side. Um, but PSG apparently still are interested. And obviously they've got until the 2nd of September to make a move. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So we'll see. Open of the Premier League. It was Liverpool versus Norwich. Which I was kind of confused. Because I swear the champions. So I swear like Man City should be opening it. But I don't know. Anyway. So it was 4-1. Basically Norwich got decimated. Um. And it was kind of interesting to see wh- where Liverpool would be signing no players, no assets, nothing really. The squad's basically the same. No changes. See how they, if it would work. And much like Tottenham, it worked. Well, for one game anyway. Uh, against Norwich, of all teams. But it wasn't really so much of a test. It was This was similar to a friendly game to me. Um... They obviously done the task, done done what they needed to do, um, and I, I was I was quite impressed. I'm glad to see Fabino's getting a start in the first team as well, um, because I feel like he he was quite disrespected by not not Liverpool fans, but I'm talking about other. I think some Liverpool fans disrespected him as well, but like a lot of people were saying how. How poor he's been performing, blah blah. I thought and I knew he's gonna be great. He'll be great. You gotta give him time. And I feel like last year was obviously his first year. I feel like this year he's gonna really shine. Um, I'm I'm very interested to see how he does. That's number one. Uh, number two, Allison getting an injury. That's uh, that's not good for. Him. <laughs> that's not good at all. He's planning out for two months. Uh and you've obviously signed Adrian, which I feel like is a is a great signing. You needed it seen in I think what's uh obviously what's his name? Oh what's his name? Mignolet. leaving. I feel like you you needed to sort of sort sort out a backup keeper, which you done and thankfully so because it looks like you're gonna be needing him for two months. Um Another thing with um, Liverpool is Origi. I, I mean, ever since that Champions League final, obviously looking in at friendly games, he hasn't been... Liverpool have been the greatest in Premier League games. Of, obviously, they're only... Uh, not Premier League, friendly games, sorry. They haven't been great uh, in over the friendly... over the pre-season. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but, Oriky seems to have a lot more confidence in himself since since the Champions League final, which I'm glad to see. Like, if you follow him on Instagram, he he seems so like, fans are getting behind him. He seemed he seems to sh- get sh- showed. A, he seemed to have got a lot of love from Liverpool fans ever since that 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 uh, final, and that's good to see because I feel like confidence can really make a player. And now you've got a You've got you, got you got a player. You've got someone who, if Mane gets injured or if Salah gets injured, you've got a very solid two wing options. Like, Chamberlain can play on the wing. Obviously, he plays centre mid, but he can play on the wing. Shakiri as well. And you've also got Origi, who a lot of people laughed at, including me. Two years ago, we would have laughed. Now we're saying he's a real... He could be a real threat to a lot of the top Premier League teams. Um, and another thing I do want to bring up, I don't want to just bring up Liverpool, uh, because obviously they're great, we all know that, but there's one player that I'm very interested in, and it's um, Maximilian Ahrens, obviously he was, um, I, keep, I say obviously a lot, I'm, I'm starting to see, I think I've said, obs, of, of, by the way, it's one in the morning, so that's why I'm, I'm quite tired doing this, so you got to give me a bit of slack. Um, so Maximilian Ahrens Aaron's was in, was get, gaining interest from I believe Manchester United at one point, but I know I know Manchester United were interested. Um and Arsenal and Tottenham, I think might have been. I think they were all interested. Um he obviously signed then oh, I said it again. <laughs> He's he signed a five year deal with with Norwich, which uh, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna exactly say that's the best move for him, especially a five-year deal. Uh, obviously, that only takes it to his 24, so he's still gonna be quite young once that ends. But I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have signed a five-year deal. I would have signed possibly a three-year deal and then probably left in two. But hey, uh, we obviously don't know the logistics or the money or whatever he was getting. Or if there was even interest from other teams. But he was my, my, my standout from that match. When I saw him play, I was like, this is very similar to... This is very similar to like... To like a... How do I... Not, not. I don't want to say Trent Alexander Arnold because obviously Trent Alexander Arnold is on on another level. But he's he's very pacey. What I've seen, he's very quick, which as a fullback you need, especially in modern football. Um, and as well, I, I I liked I liked his flair, and I liked, especially in the Premier League, you got his his intensity. Very intense, coming up from championship to Premier League, and he surely has it in that game. Anyway, he was um, keeping up. Well, who's he? He was keeping up with Salah. I, I think I saw a few times he was keeping up with pace with Salah, um, and that's obviously that's obviously a good uh, start for him. Um, and as well, I think I think I think he's a real talent, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like. I feel like a lot of teams are going to shy away from him now because he signed that five-year deal. But I'll tell you what, Arsenal, we need a we need a backup right-back. We need that, like a, like a right-back to challenge Bellerin. And obviously for the younger generation, when Bellerin obviously gets a bit older, he's going to be in his 20, 20, 24. So I'd like Arsenal to sign him, to be honest. I thought he was very good in that game. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd just... I feel like his intensity was, was the main thing for me. The intensity of how he came across and he kept up with Salah. He he he, he just... He had the pace. He had the intensity. And that's really all I'm, I, I'm just showing from that. We don't know too much yet because he's only played one game. <laughs> he's only played 90 minutes. I mean, you can't really say a lot, but... It's interesting. I'm interested to see how it goes. I, re- I really am. Um, so let's get into another game. So we're only going to talk about the top six because I can't be bothered. Uh, Funny enough, I didn't watch the Arsenal game, <laughs> um, which is kind of insane. Um, <laughs> I I, 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 was, I was busy, so I did. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> And I was like, oh, should I watch it? And should I go out and watch it? But nah, I can't be bothered. And I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't uh, because I watched obviously the highlights and there's nothing to look at. It wasn't it a great game. Obviously, Aubameyang got the goal, uh, so obviously he's keeping up with last year's performances. Obviously, I do say obviously he won the golden boot last year, so that was something he's going to obviously try and retain and i feel like he's going to have a lot of confidence coming into this season because he's going to have um nicolas pepe to obviously be be beside him and helping him out with with like un- overwhelming the defense because i feel like this attack is going to overwhelm every single defense in the premier league if not the world i don't care if you put barcelona's defense pk ramos put spain's defense Put put Spain's defence. If you put Nicolas Pepe, Aubameyang, Lacazette, every defence is going to sit there and just think, "What the fuck are we going to do?" Because we, we're going we're going to need we're going to need backup. We're going to need help. And I feel like that's great. That's all good. Happy for that. We have got a great attack, possibly the best in the league. I think we're the best attack in the league. I mean, yeah, I'm a Arsenal fan. Call we biased. Don't care. I think we do. Uh, I'll play with Liverpool. I'll play with Liverpool. Actually, I'll say Liverpool is Sadio Mane, Firmino and Salah. Right. Maybe the second best. <laughs> Maybe the second best attack in the league because I feel like that they've achieved more. They've got the Champions League to, to prove how good they are. Um, the one thing I don't like is how we didn't really improve our centre-halves. Uh, I, I, I just, it, it don't make sense. It does not make sense to me. We've obviously brought back Callum Chambers from loan, from Fulham. Uh, that's all I've got to say about that. I just, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think he's going to exactly be the star centre-back that we need. I think Socrates is going to is gonna have a lot of work this, this, this season. Uh, The one thing I do want, and I pray to Jesus, is that um, Mustafi goes away and never comes back. I want him to just go. We've got David Luiz. Yes, he's aging. I'm happy with that. But I mean, like, a proper improvement. I'm talking, like, a Milan Screña from Inter Milan. I'm talking about... uh, a. Upamecano, if I said that right, I can't say it right. I've I done how to say his name, but someone like that, I'm talking about a class centre back, not even a young one like uh, De Otto Upamecano, Um I'm talking about a, a Milan Sklina, I feel like he would have been great. Uh, a Kudabali, I feel like that would have been great. Obviously, that's going to cost a lot of money, but I feel like instead of improving on our attack, which is already great, and Lacazette. That's 70 million. Why not just go out and get a bloody Van Dyke? Because that's what we could have got. 70, se- we had 70 They say we could have got 70 million. We could have probably got Kudabali. We probably could have got him. I think we could have a Marquinhos. I reckon we could have maybe put in an offer and saw what we could have got. Melancrini is my main choice of defender, but we got David Luis. Which, I think, is going to be a good asset to us. Because we need, and I feel like, who said it? I think it was Gary Neville said it, said it right. Uh, before Obamiang, Arsenal had no personality. We had The only personality we had was Alexis Sanchez. And that was a bad personality. We need a good personality. And that is David Luiz. He, he might do some things wrong. He might... Let his flare, te- like he might let his temper flare, but he's he's an all or nothing deal. He's either going to work or he's not. I think he is going to work simply because I feel like he's going to have support from Socrates because I feel like that's what he's going to be. It's going to be Socrates and David Louise. and I feel like that partnership. I reckon Socrates will keep in him keep him in line and say listen, we do it this way, and sort of keep him in mind which I feel like that's what we need um, and obviously you've got Danny, uh seblos that I feel like he's going to be a very good help for someone like an Aubameyang who needs to have his his attack set up for him he's not like a Lacazette who who can sort of dribble his way from midfield to to to, to the attack to the to the to the box Batman likes a likes a ball and just jet off you go. I'm running. He likes he likes to be given, and he will he will nine times out of ten score. And I feel like Danny Seblos will help out with that, especially with Özil playing alongside. If Özil obviously I don't know what's happened with Özil, but once he comes back, maybe that might be the sort of help he needs. And yeah, I feel like that was uh, that was that. To be honest, we got the one they win. It wasn't anything interesting. We didn't exactly play the best team, which I feel like was a very bold move, like extremely bold move. I mean, obviously, you you that you didn't want to. I'm not saying you wanted to play your best players, but Christ, I mean Joe Willock uh... I just don't know. I don't know. Reese Nelson, I'm happy played, but Joe Willock, I don't know about that one. I would have, I would have, I would have, uh, I wouldn't have started him yet at all. I would have possibly played a different formation, played a four-three-three, and played Terrera instead of Willock. Uh, but we didn't need him, so it worked out. So good for him. One thing also, I'm going to say. Henrik Mkhitaryan needs to leave. Henrik Mkhitaryan, Shaka, Mustafi. They're they're who I want to leave, um, and I hope it gets done quick. That's all I I, I I don't care if Arsenal fans want to come at me and say, oh, support the bloody and that. Nah, just don't don't even waste my time. I want him gone, and that's it. Um, now we're going to talk about Manchester United versus Chelsea because I thought like that was a big, the big game. The main game, you could say, of of the weekend, where we really saw the battle for the Champions League, because I feel like it's between Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal. So it's between them three, and I feel like we we're going to see who really has the the chance of getting that top four spot. As an Arsenal fan, I think Arsenal are, and I think a lot of people think Arsenal are, but. I won't be biased. I'll just say how it is. So let's talk about the Man United squad. Brilliant. I'm going to sit here and say defensively, brilliant. De Gea in goal. Juan Bissaka, which I believe was a great signing. Such good signing. Such good sign. Maguire. You probably overpaid. I'm not going to lie. You could have probably signed uh, a Kudabali for cheaper. And probably, just because he's English, he costs that amount of money. So, But then again, Maguire's Premier League proven. You know what you're going to get. And he, he, and I think he showed that. I think he showed how crucial he was to that game. Because there's a few times he was playing with the ball um, in the back line. Like, playing, like, keeping touch of the ball, staying with the ball, holding it, trying to find a pass, which I don't think Eric Bailly, Lindenloff... Um, Chris Smalling, Phil Jones could do and that's what Maguire can and I feel like you needed that great, just, I feel like your back line has improved by 50% because Wan-Bissaka, great signing Maguire, great signing so great, good Good for you now, this is where Man United fans need to sort of cover their ears because I'm not going to say things that that, that you're going to like <laughs> um, I, I mean, Pogba had a great game Pogba had a great game. I think he, he's shown his quality. And I feel like, obviously, he said recently that his future's unclear. After that game, he said his future's unclear. And I think, like, he's wanting that move to Real Madrid. But Real Madrid are obviously looking at other other players from Ajax. I think they're after uh, 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 be, uh, uh, Beak. Um, so, I, f- I feel like that's interesting. But McTominay, uh Man. McTomney. Really, that doesn't scream Man United to me. That doesn't scream exactly uh, the triple winning best team in England ever, the most history. That the, when you think Man United, you think you you think what do you think? I mean, you think of the of the class you had, the class of ninety two. You think of Roy Keane. I mean. Tommy, don't scream that. Um and I don't wanna I don't want hate on him because obviously you got uh, Matic in there, but Matic is aging. I think he's what, 32, 33. Uh, you should have probably went for a centre mid in my opinion. I reckon you should have been there, uh, should have been with an in in a shout of someone who Leicester signed, um, which was uh from who was it? Because he obviously played with Torreira. Let me figure out because I don't know the name off by heart. Uh, I looked up Leicester Leicester City and it still says Harry Maguire plays for him. That's not exactly good, is it? Poor. Who was it? Hold on. Hold on. That's it, Pratt. I should have known that name actually, Pratt. Yeah, so I feel like 18 million pounds on Pratt, that would have been a great signing. Yuri uh, Telman's, that would have been a great signing. I feel like that would have been great. Just someone, obviously, Telman's. I think he had an uh, an option to buy with Leicester, but someone like that. I uh, I feel like there's a few others that I could name. Uh, Milinkovic-Savic is a great signing. They could have went for obviously. I think he would have probably cost around about sixty million, but hey, that that would have been a really, really needed signing, especially if Pogba leaves. Because if Pogba leaves, you are unbelievably screwed uh, for, in midfield wise. Center uh, mid, center, center midfield. You you will not have many options. World class options. Man United options that should be at that Man United level. Um. So yeah, that's what I think of that. You hopefully you well not hopefully, but for Man fans, hopefully you keep Pogba and you have a, and if Pogba plays how Pogba plays on his on his day, his best day, you won't need to worry about who's who's his partner because he will carry his partner. He'll break his back because that's how good he is on his day, but some days he can be the the worst player. On the pitch. And you just got to hope that he's more consistent. Now. I'm not going to talk about obviously Pereira and Lingard. Because I'll go on probably have to talk about that in another separate podcast. Because we're going on to 40 minutes. But all I'm going to say to you is. Sort out your. your, your, Not your formation. But sort out who you start. Hopefully he won't be starting Pereira. uh, And McTominay. Um. Saw it out. I mean, Daniel James proven. I think it was what five five minutes. Five minutes he gets a goal. Just just give him give him give him the confidence. Clearly he has it. Show confidence in him. Back him up. Start him. Start him. Start him over Lingard. I think him Lingard. Uh, sorry him Rashford Martial. That'd be interesting. Then I'd think, wow, Arsenal have got to worry, and. Mate, Martial getting that nine, number nine shirt. Good luck to him. I am happy for him because he's such a class player. I remember watching him at Monaco and I used to love watching French football especially when I was younger because then I was about 12 and I used to watch literally every single league. Every single game. And I was like so interested in that in Monaco because they at the time I think they had Bernardo Silva uh, um, and Falcao and I was like They've just spent a crap time. It's like a French man's city. And I was like, imagine, I would love to see that team in the Premier League. And obviously, then obviously watched Mbappe, Lamar, Fabinho, Mendy, and Bakayoko and all them others. And I've always been interested in Monaco. And Martial obviously coming from there, I was interested to see how he does in the Premier League. And he hasn't, it's been not, it's been not off, off, start off. He's two step forwards, no, sorry. One step forward, two two steps back. He would obviously score on his debut. Four steps forward, you could say. Then have a dry spell. Five steps back. It's it's it's. And I hope now that there's not Lukaku going to override him, and he's really the only striker they can play. Uh, obviously, they could play Rashford as a striker and play him on the wing. But either way, he's going to be starting regularly. Hopefully, we'll see. A lot of confidence build in Martial that's been lacking for over two years. So I, I hope, I hope for you guys. Now let's talk about Chelsea. Uh, you're, 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 in, you're interesting. This transfer ban has been awful for you. Um, and I think uh, I was, I was watching the kickoff uh, this weekend uh, by the true, true Geordie and. Uh, I forgot his name, but the Chelsea, Chelsea Ryan, Chelsea Stan, something like that. Anyway, he was on some for some Chelsea fan, Rory, Chelsea Rory, I think they call him, um, and he was on, and he was talking about, oh, but we can play the youth now, and blah blah blah, and I thought, well, Abraham had a great run at, at Aston Villa, and possibly Mason Mount, great at Derby, maybe. Ooh, we'll see. Everton obviously had Zuma, Zuma done okay. You know? Okay, let's let's see not good <laughs> not good at all not good at all uh because obviously if 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 i was frank lampard and if i had didn't have a transfer ban the first thing i would look at is 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 an attack is is, is a striker and i uh, it didn't work out it didn't work out at all it it, it, it was a plan backfired uh playing these these younger stars I feel like if they played Giroud with possibly with Abraham and Mount uh someone experienced they didn't really have any the only the only player that had it, like a proper who's been around for a while Chelsea like a like a proper captain was Asmir Bellerter that was it Pedro you could say but I don't think Pedro is a leader Giroud to me seems like he leads and Gallo Kanté seems like he leads a squad and I just don't think they had that and that's why they they suffered. I feel like they suffered for for that reason. Uh I feel like if they brought Christian Pulisic on earlier or even started him to be honest, they would have had a, a better chance because obviously if you haven't watched Pulisic, please go and watch Pulisic. As, not not last season because last season he didn't really have a great season. Watch the season before. That was his better season and Wow, his his pace is electric. He can change a game by just, he's got that bail effect where he can just run down the wing and just, boom, he's gone. He's changed the game. So, I just think it was bad team selection. Obviously, that shows the immaturity. I don't want to say, that sounds horrible. Not immaturity, but the lack of experience, you could say, of Frank Lampard because he's not an experienced manager. He's only been managing for a year now. So it's been a year. He's not going to do everything correct. Not even the experienced managers like the Jose Mourinho's and even the Pep Guardiola's make the make the right move all the time. But obviously, this was a big f up, uh, and this could affect the, the going into the next game obviously you want to win your first game, get things on the high, get your confidence going, and four nil losses just doesn't really scream great and for, to me it doesn't scream you, you're gonna have a the next game you're gonna do you're gonna you're gonna bang out the park it's gonna need a lot of motivation from frank lampard and his team to forget about that result and move on and next we will obviously talk about manchester city Um they obviously won 5-0 uh, I keep saying obviously and I am I keep noticing it now. And it's really not. It's annoying me more than it's annoying you. So, um, it's really... And I'm going to say this now. I'm not a Man City fan. But it's really annoying to me. One thing about Man City. One thing about one player for Man City that's really annoying. Raheem Sterling. For about... That was quite loud, sorry. For... <laughs> So when was when did he sign? He signed in 2015? 2015? So four years ago, four years ago when when he signed. What was everyone saying? What a waste of money! Da 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 da! All this crap, including me. I sat there and said, forty nine million is a lot for someone who's not really experienced. Uh, it's a bit of a bar, uh, like a like a like a a gamble. Jesus. Christ this guy can score and he scores regularly he's not a striker he's a winger and he scores like a striker that's insane to me a winger scoring like a striker is insane and that's a big asset on Manchester City having someone like Raheem Sterling who's that, who you don't have to just rely on Sergio Aguero. You don't have to just rely on Gabriel Jesus. You have Raheem Sterling there. Who will pick up a hat-trick whenever he bloody likes. And it's annoying. It's very annoying. Because he can just score whenever he wants. And he's just got that. Down. Fair enough. Uh, but one thing I will say about about this is... is... I feel like it's going to be another... It's going to be another... I don't want to say boring season, because last year weren't boring. A lot of people did say it, but I thought, you got a head a head-to-head battle with... Just because you're not a bloody Liverpool Man City fan, you still got a head-to-head battle here. you still... Who's going to win? It's interesting to see. But, again... Again, it's just gonna be another domination. I know it's only been one game, but it seems like it's gonna be another domination. And I don't think Tottenham are anywhere near. I think you got you got three back brackets, right? You got Man City and Liverpool, right? I feel like they're in their their own bracket, and you could say Man City are in a bracket above that. You then got Tottenham, and then you got Chelsea, Man United, and Arsenal. And it's just whether. Tottenham could move up a bracket, or Arsenal or Manchester United or Chelsea can move up a bracket as well, and and see how their team progresses. I I do hope I do hope that he make that something happens within the season. I don't want Man City to win again. I don't exactly want Liverpool to win. They both they both, one has Champions League, one has a Premier League. F off now, please. I want I want I want I want I want I want Arsenal to win something. So um i mean um um I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes but what it seems like it's going to be another season of liverpool man city and i don't know how unless you're a man city or liverpool fan this is going to be interesting uh the only arsenal the only thing arsenal fans have got to live for is the champions league hopefully we can get the champions league and the only thing um man united uh the same with Man actually, and the only thing uh, Chelsea and Tottenham could do is hope maybe they could get a good draw in the Champions League and see how far they can go because what we saw with the Champions League is that it's, it's two games. It's, 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 it's only two games. It's not a constant performance. You can go out one game, play great, and then the next Premier League game you can play crap. It won't make a blind bit of difference. So... And that's what showed with the Tottenham Man City game when they played obviously in the Champions League semi-final so that's what i believe that's what i think thank you for listening to this podcast by the way um i'm going to try and do these every this is going to come out on wednesday but i'm going to do it every mm, tuesday every tuesday because monday night for one do it every tuesday um and, yeah, I hope I'll try and keep it consistent, if not, don't hate on me, because, um, I'm a nice guy, come on, don't have to hate on me, thank you guys for watching, uh, not watching, thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for doing a YouTube video. thank you guys for listening, and, yeah, that's a wrap,